0: Today's episode of Bachelorette Party on Channel 33 is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan friendly app for buying and selling sports and music tickets. Other sites have gone back to the same old tactic of showing you a lower price and then charging huge fees at checkout. But at SeatGeek, the price you see is always the price you pay. With SeatGeek, there's no guesswork. You'll know exactly how much you're paying, where you're sitting, and whether or not you're getting a good deal, all right from your phone. So drop your old site and experience buying and selling tickets the way it should be. To start using SeatGeek, download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by the new HBO series starring my boss and my friend, Bill Simmons, on Any Given Wednesday. Actually, the official title is Any Given Wednesday with Bill Simmons. The new show will feature intimate conversations with compelling guests from the world of pop culture, sports, entertainment, the arts, and technology. Any Given Wednesday with Bill Simmons will also include field segments and Simmons' signature commentary on current events. I'm looking forward to it. Make sure to watch Any Given Wednesday with Bill Simmons, premiering Wednesday, June 22nd at 10 p.m. on HBO. You got it? That's Wednesday, June 22nd, 10 p.m. HBO with my buddy, Bill. We're also brought to you by our new website, TheRinger.com, which is presented by Miller Light. Go now and check out the latest in pop culture, sports, and tech at TheRinger.com. I'm telling you, there's some great content about on there today. And now, let's hit it. Bachelor Party. Welcome to Bachelorette Party. I am Juliette Littman, your steward through the dark world of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Actually, not that dark. It's pretty light, usually. This week, there's so much to talk about, and therefore, we've got on the line, Allison P. Davis. Uh, This week on The Bachelor, we had two fucking episodes, Allison. Four hours of real-time television.
1: (laughs) That was... I like didn't realize that was going to happen, so my Tuesday night was totally thrown into disarray when I had to cancel plans to be available for it. I know that doesn't make me sound great.
0: <laughs> um, I went out for dinner on Monday and had like a really large glass of wine, so I was planning on going home to watch the first episode, but I got home and like I, I've just reached the point in my life where I fall asleep after like a large glass of wine, so, <laughs> so I had to watch all four hours together um wow yeah so i did actually didn't even succeed at that i watched episode one last night tuesday night then i started to watch episode two but I, again i fell asleep no wine this time just na- naturally sleeping uh i know it's hard to believe and so then i finished it this morning <laughs> so it's it's really fresh for me it's like it's really raw i've got a lot of chad feelings okay. to work through we've got a lot to discuss okay. me too um why do okay. you think they had two two episodes this week
1: I don't know. I mean, they were really trying to milk the Chad drama for as much as they could. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, both episodes were kind of lower ratings than they were used to, even though they're dragging this out for three episodes. So if they saw, like, a fun opportunity to get two nights worth of ratings, <laughs> I, I, I guess I understand why they took it.
0: Um... I also think that maybe July 4th being a Monday threw them for a loop. However, it's not like they've ever, like they didn't like honor Memorial day last week. So I I don't know. It's it's inexplicable, (laughs) but it was tough.
1: They sort of honor Memorial Day all the time because, like, the veterans are some of the best characters on The Bachelor (laughs) historically. So,
0: What a segue by you. Okay, so that's great. We have (laughs) three members of the military this season. I think it's three. We've got Luke, who got a one-on-one this week. We've got Alex, who has been very present, though he's not particularly cool or winning. And we've got Chad. Chad, Chad is a fellow Marine, and this was, like, all Chad all the time this week.
1: I know. It was really, I mean, it was, I, I wish that they had spread it out a little bit. Like, maybe Chad could have lasted until week six to hold my attention, but it really was kind of a glorious, like, hot and fast Chad week. You yeah. Know?
0: So, this is what was going on with Chad. So, Chad is, like, the season's villain, which you wrote about. Um, yeah really wonderfully today on the ringer.com, our new website, check it out. And, uh, Chad is Jojo likes him, but he has started like last week. He became fixated on eating meat a lot. And that kind of was like (laughs) the foundation of his villainy. And it's really grown. Like what, what do you, what would you say were his top three villainous moments this week?
1: I think like, one, the eat the constant eating of ham. I don't know why for some reason that is like the most like, egregious villain move to me. The constant eating of, of like another being flesh and then leaving <laughs> the ham plates around the house, like it's just like pretty like pretty dark, I think. It's a dark impulse to do that. Also, have you noticed how like villains tend to have an oral fixation? I feel like in the eighties movies the villains always had like a toothpick thing Ooh. so this is just the new toothpick interesting the ham, the ham I have, is the new toothpick
0: i hadn't thought about that but I, I like that a lot he's like the ultimate carnivore who like leaves the bones around it's kind of like like the hyenas <laughs> in the lion king you know how there's right. like the boneyard except it's plates plates of deli meat or plates that used to have deli meat it's such a bizarre move <laughs> exactly. and so the other guys really don't like chad I'm actually not even really clear on why they don't like him, except for the fact that he's like just basically rude. He's rude to everyone, including JoJo. Right. So right this week, he kind of his his number one foe became Evan, the erectile dysfunction specialist expert. Something. Um, what was like the genesis of their dislike for each other? I'm trying to remember, and I like I sort <laughs> it's of really pants. hard to to, to know. <laughs>
1: I can't remember where it started or who said what or, but I think like truly the fact that Evan is an erectile dysfunction specialist. And then Chad is this like Marine, like meathead villain. It's kind of like, you know, I think it's really like a deep diametric opposition between the beta male and the alpha male, and like traditional masculinity and like Drake masculinity. Sure. You know, so they were like pit- they were going to be pitted from head to head from the start, in my opinion. That's a great uh, point. just like, so
0: that's like, kind of a dichotomy of these guys in general. There's definitely more of like the like the beefcakes, but there is either like beefcake or Drake cake, and like wh- <laughs> like Wells is is a Drake is a Drake cake, and so is Daniel. But then, on the other hand, you have, like... I'm sorry, not Daniel. What's Evan? Daniel is uh, Evan. Chad's partner. Right. Yeah, like, that's a, That's it's an interesting and, point, and like, though. It's sort of like the Bachelor only... The Bachelor franchise can only, like, imagine two kinds of guys. Like, one who's, like, really really sensitive and doesn't have any muscles, or one who is not sensitive at all and only has muscles.
1: But, who, like, my question is, Who are you team Chad or are you team Evan? Okay. like Evan really...
0: I don't know. Thank you for bringing this up. So it's hard to be on Team Evan because Chad yeah. um, might be an asshole who d- does not that into JoJo, but he makes a lot of really good points. And one of them was: <laughs> so JoJo cancels the cocktail party at the end of Monday night's episode, and instead decides to have a pool party as a way to like spend time oh, with the JoJo. guys. <laughs> so they spend the day <laughs> like forced to hang around the pool, like fifteen guys and JoJo. And presumably all of these guys are interested in JoJo. And, like, that's why they're on the show. At least that's, like, the conceit. And they're forced to, like, hang out and, like, hang with each other while they're all, like, vying for this one girl. And Chad is like, I'm not into that. I don't want to do that. And they're all like, what's wrong with you? Like, we can have a great day with JoJo. And I think he's kind of right. Yes.
1: Like, Chad really is the voice of reason on this one. He, he like, calls out how stupid those... Like twelve on one dates are whatever, where you're not actually getting Facetime yeah. with JoJo, you're just like broing down. And also, he he keeps calling both. The, uh, uh, he keeps calling out people who say they're like in love with JoJo after one date. and He's like, you don't even know her, man. Like you can't be in love with JoJo. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, Tad's like slight psychopathy makes him actually a really rational suitor in this house. Right.
0: Terrifying. i think that's why he got the villain edit. like he obviously kind of invited it but if there are rules to this show he is like he's flagrantly disregarding them and if you're a yeah. producer of course you want to make him uh you want to make him a, a villain because you can't like have his voice of reason undermining everything that you do right I, that, it down brick by brick. Yeah, I mean, like though he's a voice of reason, he's still an asshole. Like, let's just walk through the timeline of Chad on these two episodes. um Okay, so episode one, he we see him working out a lot with uh his buddy Daniel. Daniel's the one who got naked and stripped down to his underwear on the first night, um and he's from Canada. Yeah, really bad showing for Canada. Otherwise, most of our famous Canadians are wonderful. But if I were them, I'd be like, let's get Daniel off TV ASAP. No. Revoke a screen card. Get him yeah. home, please. Your visa's <laughs> been denied, buddy. Um, <laughs> so they're working out, and Chad seems very into the working out. Daniel seems into being on camera. So he's, like, very dramatic in, like, his weightlifting. He's, like, sticking his butt out a lot. Did you notice that? Right. <laughs> yes.
1: I was like, I feel like your form on those rows, oh, like arm extensions is actually – Terrible for your spine, but I get that you want people to look at your pert butt. Yeah. But I, I like didn't even really see him. I was so impressed by Chad's just like grunting and like muscling of huge things it was really impressive
0: and meanwhile this this like montage of them working out is framed by the other guys like being really exhausted and like emotionally hung over from the from the rose ceremony the night the night before complaining about how he's left his dirty meat plates everywhere so it's like a real like right. scummy setup for chad beautiful so <laughs> good it's so great okay, and then,
1: so, so what's after chad's workout video which i loved. it was like also just like such beautiful, like I love watching bros muscle with other bros. It was really a glorious moment in bachelor editing. I say I love it but too. After the workout, what? Yeah, after <laughs> what happened next?
0: The, after the workout, JoJo's off on a date, so he's just kind of like free to like get into into feuds. And so they're <laughs> hanging around the house. This is on Monday night, and a date card comes, and it's a it's a group date, uh, which turns out to be we'll get to this in a minute but they have to go to like some weird theater in Atwater Village which is a neighborhood here in LA very close to where I live (laughs) where it's like (laughs) like telling sex stories but I'm not sure if like the performers are telling actual sex stories or made up ones like it was really unclear to me but so a group date card comes and Chad's on it and Chad's pissed most of the guys are like so happy to be on the date they're gonna get to see Jojo this week but he's like nah I don't want to go and this makes the other dudes so Angry. <laughs> so oh, so the, they cannot comprehend it. Yeah, they just can't wrap their minds about it. Around it. Who do you think was the most mad at Chad? Mad at Chad is the name of his reality spinoff off. Obviously.
1: <laughs> obviously. So who was the? I feel like Evan wasn't on that one. Right? No.
0: No. Evan doesn't so they're start like his
1: beach.
0: Yeah. I think I think uh, Derek, who had a one-on-one previously, so oh. we won't get a date this week, he was like really mad at Chad because he was worried about his own time with right. Jojo. And of course Alex, Napoleonic Alex, he was he's pissed. Oh, right. <laughs> so, so Alex <laughs> Alex is a fellow Marine and he's just like dying for JoJo. Like he would do anything for her. And he's really, really upset, and and for some reason, Chad like starts insulting him. I or not for some reason, it's because Alex asked for it. But they they basically just kind of like start right. insulting each other, and like they're they're like almost like their qualifications for JoJo. It's it's great.
1: <laughs> um, it was a it was a good yeah, it was a good battle. So early too, but like it was a good
0: yeah ridiculous fight. Yeah, P- probably the biggest like flame that was sh- that was like thrown though was. Chad called Jordan Rogers, brother of Aaron, a failed football player.
1: Oh, I know. That he really hurt. for the jugular.
0: Yeah. He, that, he's, like, really calling it out. I just want to say I don't think that's correct. Technically, Aaron made it to the NFL. So, sure, he's not his brother. He's Sorry, Jordan made it to the NFL, but he might not be his brother Aaron. But if you make it to the NFL, like, think about how many thousands and thousands and thousands of men play football and, like, want to be in the NFL like he did it like good job so I, would, right. I wouldn't call him failed and like as an athlete lover if I were dating Jordan I would brag about how my boyfriend made it to the NFL like I think that counts
1: I know but like would you I, I why did he leave the NFL I'm like I'm really not well versed in, in Jordan Rogers's career unfortunately
0: I believe he just wasn't that good like he was good enough to make it and then I think he was like on a practice squad which is like in the Rick. NFL, there's the the team, and then there's like the teams they practice against, and um, I just feel like NFL practice squad players intersect with the reality, reality TV sphere a lot. Like Teresa from <laughs> The Challenge, she has a child with a former Detroit Lions practice squad player. Like for oh, God. So, the NFL practice squad is like basically our greatest regenerating source of uh, reality TV talent. So
1: it's like a pretty good story, Julia. Don't give that
0: one away. <laughs> You're right. So yeah, this was kind of like the the centerpiece of episode one was this big fight. Right. And it was was
1: just like a multi-person fight, right? It's like, it's very much
0: the house against Chad. Yes. It (laughs) sounds like um, a Game of Thrones thing, like team Bachelorette. I mean, house Bachelorette versus house Chad. The the fight was so um like elaborate though that it, it did feel staged. And you touched upon this in your article today, which I, I honestly really enjoyed, I'm not just saying that because we're on a podcast together.
1: Yes, I do think um I don't know, I feel like they know, right, that the season's a little bit boring. Yeah. That Jojo is gonna pick Jo Jo Roe. I'm really trying to get like a couple's <laughs> name going, it's not quite clicking. It's like JoJo
0: roe Jojo Jojo jo, jo jo. jo jo and Jojo jo and Jojo jo? JoJo and JoJo, there we go. It doesn't work. So, like, the producers know they
1: have to hold our attention somehow. So now they have Chad, who's, like, not that into JoJo, really, and, like, also maybe has a luxury real estate business to, like, bolster. So why not let himself be the villain? So, like, obviously most of it's staged at this point. I don't know. Evan's really, I think his emotions are very real here. Mm -hmm. But, like, the long, like, house wide fights are like the producer saying five more minutes guys like one more insult people i don't know it does seem very staged this
0: season yeah and they also were speaking in complete sentences and like though they were <laughs> being angry they were also very calm and so it's just like this is really right. weird i wonder if there was a fight they didn't catch capture on camera that they kind of like made them redo the, the hills famously right. re- reshot scenes like that and i think they do that on the bachelor pretty frequently just an idea. I don't know. So, this. Yeah. I, I believe that. I feel like I kind of blacked out the rest of the first episode. Like, I, it was, this was so. I know. So important. Well, the, only, the only thing I remember was Chad
1: Spice and, like, working out and then that hot yoga date yeah. with Chase and JoJo, which I thought was, like, just like, soft core porn. It, it was. was It was ridiculous. pretty racy. Yeah, so... Also borrowed from an episode of Unreal. Just going to throw that out there.
0: Oh, yes, it was. Season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. So let's run through what else happened on Monday night's episode, just for chronology's sake. So Chase, who got the first date, uh, the first one-on-one, and I'm fairly certain he only got it because Chase sounds a little bit like Chad. And I think they wanted some drama when she said (laughs) it. (laughs) right it worked it Cause, got me yeah cuz there was like a dramatic greeting of the date card at the top of the episode when the guys are already anti chad we've already just seen his his exercise montage and then chase gets the date and like they hear Shh, and i think it's going to be chad little I know it's not coming till later so chase and jojo meet on the streets of eagle rock california another hipster neighborhood not too far from where i live and they go to kinshop yeah. yoga i looked up kinshop yoga on yelp Excellent reviews, like four and a half out of five stars.
1: (laughs) So check it out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never done hot yoga, but like maybe I will. I can shop because it has such a high reviews. They
1: made it look so pleasant, by the way, like hot yoga. It looked like the most fun you'd ever have.
0: (laughs) JoJo looked really cute in her yoga outfit, and she was wearing like a hot pink Elaborate sports bra, and I was just wondering, like, if she selected that, if her stylist selected that, how many sports bras they have on hand for her? Because cute <laughs> exercise wear is very important, and I was like, oh, that's a really good, good pick, like, great pick, JoJo. and I just wonder how many she had to select from. <laughs> we
1: should ask her. But something also tells me that JoJo like is just the kind of woman who would have. A lot of elaborate neon-colored oh. sports bras. Of course.
0: She's got, like, four pairs yeah. of Nike fly knits and, like, 10,000 Lululemon pants and 15,000 cute <laughs> sport bras. Like, I've got no doubt about that absolutely <laughs> she would fit in really well and like on like west hollywood going like going to yoga and then going out for brunch somewhere like that's just the, that's just the scene like jojo's bound for la at least for a few years and then she'll go back to dallas and she'll have great exercise clothes right. to go with it um so then they do hot Very yoga boring. it was basically the equivalent of the date last season where they had like the um doctor like telling like they did like the like the heat mapping of the of the couples together with ben it was basically the same thing. Where they had to like sit be really close together while a stranger third party like witnessed you being like physically intimate for the first time minus the actual sexual intercourse. <laughs>
1: right. It was like it was a little too erotic for me. I'm sorry. they like the close ups of Jojo's painted fingernails lightly scratching Chase's back for you, I was like I was screaming <laughs> so much
0: it definitely just seemed uncomfortable like I could see if you're really attracted to someone on like maybe like a third date that being like an activity hot yoga together but with a stranger on your first date when she barely knows this guy like how did she make it through that like I wonder if she had like had a drink beforehand
1: (laughs) that's the only way to do hot yoga I also kind of feel like the teacher was like Okay, like get really close and awkwardly breathe into one another and then just kind of like walk out of the room knowing what needed to happen. I feel like she must have given them their privacy because I no one so. wants to witness softcore porn. Also,
0: was there music playing in the room? What do you think? No, I think it was just them breathing. The oh only soundtrack kind of was their lust. That's so much worse. I feel awkward thinking about it. No background noise, no music, <laughs> like no climax by Usher playing on a loop. I mean, come on. <laughs> so it's just so uncomfortable so okay they make it through that date and then of course jojo's like oh i feel so comfortable with him like yeah you've just been sitting on him while drenched in sweat for like two hours i hope you feel comfortable um gonna break down your walls yeah and then then that evening they have like their like dinner together at a vineyard which i also looked up on yelp also very highly reviewed (laughs) great job producers um and that seemed that seemed like lovely did they get a private concert no right no, no private concert Wait. for them. No, not this time. Yeah, no. yeah. So that was really Chase. Hard. I think we'll probably like never really see Chase again. I, I can't. I couldn't pick him out yeah. the lineup right now if you asked me to. All these <laughs> Sorry, guys look Chase. alike. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. Bye, Chase. The next date, as mentioned, was in Atwater Village, and it was like going to like the Sex Stories show, which I, I don't really understand what the show right. was. I, like I would try this. Let me just explain it for the people listening to this podcast who haven't seen the episode. It's really weird. Um, they go into like a like rundown theater, seem like a community theater, and there are various women who, I think are stand-up comics telling graphic sex stories and making fake uh-huh. orgasm sounds on stage in front of an audience of like a hundred people. And that's it. And then they find out that they have to tell their own stories. But because the women were pretty clearly comedians, I couldn't tell if they were telling real stories or not. You know,
1: uh, I think they were probably a mix. I don't know. I actually did not pay attention to the scene at all until the guys started telling their semi-boring ones.
0: Yeah. And so then the the contestants on the group date are forced to tell their own stories of, like, their own sex stories. And for some reason, Evan previously mentioned, this is where the Chad storyline comes back. Evan tells, like, a story embarrassing Chad, but it just... It didn't make any sense, right. and quite honestly, I stopped paying attention in the middle of it because it was really long, so I can't imagine JoJo got all the details either.
1: But it was, it was just an excuse to accuse Chad of taking steroids. Right. Right. That was it. That was the only purpose. he yeah. To drop a steroid, they're dangerous. Bad. Right. It was. Lied <laughs> or
0: whatever he said. I like that the erectile dysfunction guy was telling the story because, like, I think you, he could, like, make a compelling case should he want to. And not based on science or any truth that I or anyone else have. But, like, if the erectile dysfunction special was like, JoJo, this guy's taking steroids and it's going to affect his performance in bed, like, she'd have to believe him. <laughs> There's no Absolutely. one else to dispel the rumors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Evan knows what game he's playing, he's a little cunning. Beta male over there Totally sure. But
0: yeah Beta male is exactly right He's not an alpha He's a beta Yeah <laughs>
1: No He's a beta <laughs> So this So the so That say, that was a pretty lame group date Yeah, So was
0: him It was It really sucked And so then As a result of Evan Like trying to like To expose Chad as like a steroid abuser Which I'm not saying he is There's no There's no evidence that He's ever taken any steroids All we know is that he drinks His protein shakes And eats a ton of meat Right um, <laughs> This this kind of propels the drama forward for the rest of the week, like both Monday and Tuesday episodes, because then Chad is like furious about that and starts threatening Evan. And this is where things get a little dicey on the show this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this this next phase of Chad drama, but I just want to say James Taylor also had a date this week, and there's literally nothing else to say about it. Like let's just mention it and move on. (laughs) They went swing dancing. Moving on. Back to Chad. So dull seriously so Chad starts threatening Evan he threatens him like I'm gonna threatens Evan and Jordan actually at various points he's like I'm gonna find you guys I'm gonna I'm gonna come find you after the show if you don't stop doing X Y and Z and then he like pulls on Evan's shirt and like rips the collar of like a t-shirt Ugh. and this yeah, sure, anyway. is objectively violent it's objectively threatening but the way the show is produced, you never get the sense that Chad's actually going to make good on this. He just seems like a crazy guy saying whatever he wants to be on camera, but that's like my personal right. take. If someone is, if someone's on TV threatening other people like that, even if it's like an empty threat, like should they be automatically kicked off? I
1: don't know. I'm trying to think about like the real world right. uh, and their history of violence, which I feel like is the show where like the most people make empty threats about hitting someone else and I feel like you just like I don't know I think you aren't kicked off immediately but you do get a warning and that's probably the time when like every character's like oh I went a little too far I'll go ahead and pull back and be like insulting as opposed to threatening so I think all you really need at that first threat is an intervention unless but sh- yeah, yeah. That's an intervention. It's, I believe in second chances on the
0: bachelorette. <laughs> Cause the real world does have very strict rules. They've had a lot of fights on the challenge, many of them involving CT. And the minute you get physical, yeah. the minute you put your hand on someone else, you're gone. Like, it's like, they're just gone so fast. Um, if you threaten violence you don't necessarily leave unless like the other housemates feel endangered like very favor very famously in season seven in seattle steven slapped irene on her way out and then the housemates who remained were gathered around a tv to watch the footage back and they got to vote on whether or not he left um and that's like at this point 20 years ago so and since then it's like kind of evolved but that was sort of like the first time it really came up um i was like i never really thought chad Chad, they they tried to turn chad into a villain and yes he did like make these threats but you just never got the sense that he was actually gonna do anything but on the other hand like why would you on, on a show that actually is pretty low stakes why would you keep around that dude because what happens is chris harrison comes in and is like chad you need to figure out a way to smooth this over and like if you can then you get to stay and right That is, like, a really terrible solution. Like, one of my number one pet peeves about reality television is when the host—and this is very, very common on MTV with Dr. Drew—I hate when the host is elevated to, like, armchair psychologist. Like, Chris Harrison has no conflict resolution experience. Chris Harrison has no psychological experience. Like, it just makes me really mad. And for all the things that the show does wrong, I actually think, like, this is one— that is particularly bad. Like, obviously, their ongoing trans- racial and moral transgressions, which you also wrote about very well, are another <laughs> issue. But, like, when you court a violent storyline and then you handle it in such, like, a soft way, I think it's really problematic. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't mean to get too deep, I mean, but... I feel like think I'm so furious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but as we were talking this out, it just kind of occurs to me, like like why make it sort of like trivializing chad i mean i know it's like silly to give it all this seriousness but i do think it's like a very problematic standard to begin with on on a show like this like it's it's murky like we make so many excuses and exceptions for the bachelor and the bachelor i know Um, but like i don't know this one just kind of bothered me i was just like this this isn't this isn't this is more more potentially more harmful in like a material way Damn, Julia, you just brought some truth to this podcast. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. I didn't mean to, like, take this in a weird turn.
1: And I know. I just don't even know how to recover. I don't want to. Chad Judy- likes ham? What'd you say? <laughs> I said, Sad like Pam. Chad likes ham. That's the only response I have.
0: <laughs> I just thought this really, really hit a wrong note. And... I think it's part partially because this season is not good. Otherwise, like if you don't turn Chad into like a potentially violent villain, he's just some guy who won't play the game.
1: Right. Exactly. I don't know. It's like Ben saving face.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it, for some reason I, I just like, was like, this is, this is annoying me. I want more out of the bachelorette because Caitlin season and Ben season were so good. I felt like we hit some really high highs with this franchise.
1: I know. Now we're back, but I think it's because Kate. Well, I was going to say Caitlyn was a pretty interesting person, but Ben was not that interesting. No. I don't know why that that season was better than it deserved to
0: be. You want to know what? I think part of the problem is, and you and I talked about this a little bit off pod. There's no sexual. There's no sexuality or sexual like forces in this season because no one's attractive, and JoJo's clearly only attracted to Jordan.
1: I know it's over. I know there's no one. She's not going to be hooking up with like multiple guys and building suspense that way. And right. And making everyone crazy. It's just like, we all know she only has eyes for Jordan. Yeah. And very attractive though, I'll give him
0: that. Yeah. Well, I guess she's kind of into Luke. So in Tuesday's episode, they moved to Pennsylvania, which is hilarious. Like, why did they choose Pennsylvania right. in the middle of March <laughs> or April for their destination? Um and she's terrible. Has a, yeah, she has a one-on-one date with Luke, and they go in the they go to a hot tub in the woods. And I actually liked this date a lot. <laughs> Yes. Why did you enjoy like the wood burning hot tub
1: situation so much?
0: I don't know. It just seemed like a great date. Like if you're if you are attracted to someone, I think she is attracted to Luke, one of the only ones. Why not get into a hot like a secluded hot tub with them? Which is just kind of like cool. I don't know. And then you can actually talk. Yeah. She the water was really hot, and so she I thought she was kind of cute, like not wanting to get into the water. He had to like gradually put her into it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Did you like it too? <laughs> I thought
1: it was. No, I thought it was a great date. Like. That is one that I would have wanted to go on myself as opposed to, like, hot yoga or swing dancing yeah. or, like, any other terrible gimmicky date that they've had. Like, just sitting in hot water talking to someone you want to make out with. That's great. Yeah, that's totally. Perfect.
0: There was, like, shades of realism. I think that's why I liked it. Like, JoJo was, like, her, her true yeah. self when it was, like, the water was too hot. And it was just kind of, like, it was, as far as these dates go, it was, like, a normal thing to do. So I thought it was kind of, it was, like, fun to yeah. watch. I enjoyed it.
1: That sweet moment was immediately ruined by the group date <laughs> yeah.
0: tell us about the group date
1: <laughs> i like, can't really tell you what happened except for the fact that ben roethlisberger was there like yeah. that's enough for me that's when i like went to make a sandwich
0: are you like familiar with uh with um ben roethlisberger like like is he, like um, in your world i
1: i am from baltimore and a ravens fan which means i hate everything about the steelers
0: so, oh okay. Yeah he's so you're very familiar I know Ben yeah Big Ben got it all right cool uh I think that that uh getting the Steelers involved I don't don't, was that like the only team available I like I'm not completely sure I
1: I think it was a really weird choice that like people haven't talked about enough to bring like Somebody like Ben Roethlisberger into like a charming, like yeah. romantic reality show, but what are you going to do? He's I not really known for his hard charm. To find
0: people. He's known for being a, ful- <laughs> a hulking quarterback with, so with, a, litigious, with right. a litigious past. Exactly. So that was very strange. But, the best part about having him, though, so the one thing I was thinking about this Pennsylvania situation was, uh, I wonder if they chose Pennsylvania because they could get the Steelers and they just wanted to set Jordan up for a football date because last, <laughs> right. week, last week we had a firefighter date with a firefighter and this week we had right. a football date with a football player. So, like, do they just want to make Jordan look right. good is, and, like, this is the only team they could get? I, I don't really know.
1: Yeah, I, I believe that they would. They built this for Jordan, yeah.
0: absolutely. I would like, believe it, to too. The I also um, don't know if Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers have, like, any kind of rivalry, but it definitely seemed like uh, ben was like, "Oh, Aaron's brother. Okay, okay. Like he like that like meant something to him, you know."
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah, it was a good little moment of drama. Um, and then like Jordan looks great, and all the other guys look like total wimps. Yeah. There's a lot of blood.
0: It's yeah, <laughs> great. Was, it was just ridiculous. I, I, I have to say, yeah. I think it's because the other guys are all just like so like there's snoozes and I'm just like not into it, but I'm like, yeah, Jordan, he's let's do it. Let's just move this along. Let's, let's keep this going. It's the Jordan show. I mean, I'm like kind of, I'm, I don't know if he's the only thing is I don't want him to win because I hope he's the next bachelor because there's no one else in the season who could potentially do it.
1: I would, I would
0: love to see Chad as the bachelor. That's why that would actually be psychotic. Chad as the bachelor would be like Brad Womack on, on steroids. (laughs)
1: But we haven't had a Womack in, like, so long. It's true. That would be great, I think. That would be wonderful. Yeah,
0: we've had a lot of, like, the more sensitive, like, hipstery dudes. Actually, that's not really true. Only Ben. But, like, Sean Lowe was, like, also kind of, like, too nice. Juan Pablo was just, like... very Christian. ...was just, like, his own brand of weird. It's true. Like, there could be someone who's, like, more, more, like, aggressive.
1: Yeah. All right, I vote Chad for The New Bachelor. But... (laughs) Sorry, getting off topic. I can't stop talking about Chad. I, can't I know. Well, about
0: we can, we can. There's there's not a ton left to say. I mean, so and ultimately the, the group date is like a win for Jordan. He gets the group date rose. Duh. They set him up for that. They probably like made her do it. Right. And then this, the episode ends with a two on one where the two Marines go on a date with Jojo. It's Chad and it's Alex. And they go for like a hike in the woods. As far as I can tell, it's the whole date. Right. <laughs> um, right. It's a, outside. I <laughs> know. Alex reveals to Jojo that Chad has like made threatening comments and like all the guys hate him. So then she goes to Chad and she like tries to get him to like explain or apologize. And he will explain, but he will not apologize. And this is like a a near direct quote where she confronts him about like making threats. And he's like, well, if you can think of a better way to settle a problem, let me know. And (laughs) And she's like, yeah talk to them he's like i tried didn't work it was like talking to like a petulant child it was crazy yes yeah uh it's pretty great yeah. i i like i really respect Chad
1: for just like sticking to it you know like he didn't soften or like try and pretend to be someone he's not he just like i am chad i'm just gonna lay it out there i'll punch you in the mouth if we can't like get caught up resolution any other way i kind of I don't know I like a man who's just himself all
0: the time. Julia. I do too. I completely agree with you. I'm kind of like through the course of this, of talking to you today, I'm kind of on team Chad. <laughs> I know. I'm just not team Evan. So whatever the
1: opposite of that is, like I'm there. Like i yep, team
0: Chad. I know. I hate team Evan too. And I like that Chad wouldn't apologize because like we said, I don't think that he was, I think that like the show played up his violent threats. I don't think he's actually violent. Or yeah. Or making threats. And so I agree. Therefore, I feel like we can be on Team Chad. Like I, I think it's okay. Really, he's Team Truth. It's
1: just like he's like, damn, the man. Not, I want to hurt these other, like my hunk brothers or whatever. Yeah, I appreciate that. He's fighting the establishment.
0: He's rejecting the game. Exactly, he's fighting the establishment. So well, so well said. And that got him thrown off. That got him sent home. JoJo chose Alex because he wouldn't apologize. All right, r.i.p chad RIP left chad. on a rock did you do you remember how uh they kind of like parted ways no refresh my memory it was very awkward i like to hear you tell these stories <laughs> <laughs> it was very awkward they're <laughs> sitting on a rock like beside a stream in their middle middle of the woods jojo and alex like walk in one direction to the left of the tree and Chad goes to the right of the tree. So they're still like really close to each other. They're like within 10 yards as like they're supposedly like going their separate ways. And it was just like not well conceived. Like the, the woods is not a good place for like a breakup on The Bachelorette.
1: Right. <laughs> I <It, laughs> Like well. the woods or an island are b- bad places.
0: Yeah. Like when Olivia got voted off on the island last season. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it just
1: or someone got left on a boat on another season. I can't remember what season that was. Oh. Maybe it was Ben Flajnik's season. And someone was—they were on a boat date, and he was like, "I'm not giving you the rose." And it's like, you just left her. Like, you he just got to like take a little dingy back. What's gonna
0: happen? It's just like that's it. It's over. <laughs> um it's over. The whole—the whole—the whole week of The Bachelor was a, was a lot. And yeah we still Chow was voted off, but he's still—he's uh, still lurking. Looks like he comes back next week. Yep.
1: In two weeks, there's something weird with him scratching at the cabin door. I don't know. They're just really playing. Like, now he's just like a murderous, like, serial killer from a horror movie. But they're really milking it. I'm impressed with their stick to itness with Chad.
0: I know. I know. Something just occurred to me, as you said, in two weeks. I wonder if they cleared Monday for potential Game 7 of the NBA Finals, and that's why. Oh, yeah. Good call. I didn't even think about that until this very moment. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Um... (laughs) are you gonna keep watching the season are you gonna give up i think a lot of my friends anecdotally a lot of my friends hit a point this week they're all just like fuck this noise
1: i'm definitely unless like unless i get the like the hot tip that something exciting is gonna happen i'll probably just read a recap Mm -hmm. i can't dedicate two hours a week for a chadless season with just jojo
0: i know i can't
1: do it to myself it's really rough
0: (laughs) investment at least we got paradise coming soon i'm excited i love paradise Oh, I know. We'll have to talk about that. It was announced today. By the way, I, I will keep watching so I, I can I can inform you. It was announced today that uh, Amanda, the mom, the, and Jubilee, Ooh. and one other person who I don't care about, are going to Paradise. So we that's look forward to Jubilee and Paradise is going to be phenomenal. Yes, I know. Love I'm it. really excited for that. I'm really excited for Jubilee and Paradise. The, <laughs> the ringer loves Jubilee, Jubilee in Paradise. What'd you say?
1: Yes, pro Jube. Oh. And so they should just rename it jubilee
0: and paradise <laughs> oh my God, they that's totally such should. a better show <laughs> <They totally laughs> should. um everyone listening check out allison's coverage of the bachelor on the ringer.com it's excellent and i mean it um apd thanks for calling in you're always a great guest anytime Juliet. uh <laughs> thanks for listening this has been bachelor at party on channel 33 don't forget to check out all of our other podcasts across the ringer podcast network and go to the ringer.com thanks guys